Welcome to the Understory podcast. Understory is a global community with innovators and innovations that help us make our world more sustainable. Today, we're really excited to have、uh, two individuals and two guests on our podcast. One is、uh, Isabella Todaro, and the other guest is Caitlin Drown. Isabella and Caitlin, welcome to the Understory Podcast. We look forward to talking to you about climate neutral, what you're doing there. But first, tell us more about your background and how did you get involved? Yeah,、um, thank you so much for having us today.、Uh, my name is Caitlin Drown, and I'm the Brand Engagement Manager. Climate neutral.、Um, my background is really rooted in communications and marketing, with a really、um, with an interest in psychology and human behavior. In wrapping that together with communications to create、uh, strategies and campaigns that help drive consumer behavior, especially on climate change,、uh, it's a very overwhelming topic. And crafting communications in a way that. Spurs individuals to take action、um, versus feeling overwhelmed or that they don't have a role to play has been really、um, a passion of mine over the past few years, and I've been able to use that passion at Climate Neutral by helping brands talk about the fact that they're Climate Neutral certified and help consumers understand what it means when a brand is Climate Neutral certified and how to help、um, use their voice to actually drive change within the business community toward lessening their own、um, climate impacts. Welcome, Caitlin. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. And my name is Bella, and、um, I manage the certification process at Climate Neutral.、Um, but before I joined the Climate Neutral team, I was working in sustainable development in East Africa, specifically on off-grid energy,、um, selling solar home systems specifically. Um, and I decided to join the climate neutral team because、um, of the scale of the solution that climate neutral presents.、Um, we're working with、um, brands, but our target audience is consumers, which is a lever that isn't often pulled in climate. And it's just been so exciting over the last、um, little less than two years to see the.、Um, momentum and the and the scale that we've been able to.、Um, Impact and so、um, it's been a, a fun ride, and I'm excited to talk about it. Great. So let's first talk about what is the Climate Neutral Organization, and just tell our audience a little bit more about what the organization does. What's its mission? Yeah. So Climate Neutral is an independent nonprofit organization. That's on a mission to decrease global carbon emissions by kind of solving two problems in the carbon neutrality space. The first thing is making it more accessible for brands of all shapes and sizes and industries to measure, offset, and reduce their emissions in a much shorter time frame and for a fraction of the cost of traditional exercises、um, to reach carbon neutrality. We've done that by creating a three-step certification process that brands go through every year to again measure and offset last year's emissions and implement plans to reduce their future emissions. And we built out this program again to make it achievable within just a matter of three months,、um, and again at a much shorter or much lower cost to these brands. The second、um, area that we're focusing on is making it easier for consumers 
to identify and support the companies that are taking action on climate change right now and not in 2030 or 2040. We do that through the Climate Neutral Certified Label, which is a standard trusted um, symbol of carbon neutrality that's verified by our organization. And that makes it easier for consumers to look for the label and feel confident in the products and services that they're purchasing, that those companies have all gone through the same process to lessen their climate impacts. We've been around for just about two years. And in that time, we've brought on about 400 brands, um, ranging from software and technology to food and beverage to fashion and apparel. And we're helping to kind of fundamentally change how business views its role in tackling climate change by giving the tools to companies and consumers to take action right now. That's that's really interesting. And uh, I want to unpack a few things uh, because this, as you said, may be something that a lot of consumers are still learning and even a lot of the brands are still learning. So whether it's for the brands or for the consumers, can you elaborate a little bit more on what is carbon credit, what is carbon offsetting, um, some of the basic concepts that are really important uh, in what you do that ultimately gets brands certified because you're doing the right things or measurable things um, and then we'll over time build that trust uh, or recognition uh, with consumers and in the marketplace. Sure. Um, so the first term I think that's really important to define is a carbon footprint. So Anytime you consume a product or interact with a brand, even if you're not filling up your car with a tank of gasoline, um, you're still consuming carbon emissions. Um, everything that we use, everything around us, our t-shirt, our computer in front of us, there are carbon emissions embedded in all of it. Um, carbon footprints accumulate at the brand level. So Climate Neutral has created a carbon footprinting tool. It's a piece of software to help brands understand their carbon footprint from cradle to customer. And so the carbon footprint is measured in tons of carbon equivalent because we look at all of the major greenhouse gases. And that's the first big term to understand. All of the brands we work with have a carbon footprint. Um, once a brand understands its carbon footprint, we ask them to purchase carbon credits or carbon offsets to neutralize that footprint. A carbon credit or a carbon offset used interchangeably is a financial mechanism. And what you're doing is you're paying someone else outside of your supply chain to either avoid or to offset or to remove a metric ton of carbon. So if you have 30,000 metric tons of carbon in your footprint, you have to buy 30,000 carbon credits. A carbon credit can be generated in lots of different ways from lots of different projects, ranging from renewable energy to water filtration to afforestation or tree planting. All of that activity either sequesters or removes carbon or offsets it from the global system or avoids for further emissions. So you're paying someone else to do a service for you, either technologically or ecologically. Um, that's how you kind of get to a place where you are climate neutral. 
which means that the math balances out. So the number of tons that you emitted equals the number of tons that you offset. That's an excellent description. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing that with, with our audience. Um, I think that was Bella. Um, so on the carbon credits, um, so you talk about different ways of getting those credits, and there are also organizations or entities that uh, presumably sell these credits. How do those credits get verified uh, so that the brands can uh, essentially execute a um, plan to offset their carbon emission with the credits? Sure. Um, yeah, so a carbon credit, again, can be generated from lots of different projects, um, from lots of different places around the world. Um, and you want to be very careful about how you purchase carbon credits. And what Climate Neutral helps its brands to do is to think critically about what quality carbon offsets are. Um, and so we have a standard that we review once a year with experts. And we're trying to drive towards the highest quality carbon credits. A big part of high quality carbon is verification, third-party verification. There are organizations such as the Verified Carbon Standard, Gold Standard, and others whose work is specifically to ensure that if you purchased a metric ton of carbon from afforestation, that in fact trees were planted, they weren't going to be planted unless you spent that money on that offset, and that those trees are going to remain in place and sequester carbon for a set duration. Um, so we rely on other organizations to verify carbon credits, and we only accept verified carbon credits into our program. Got it. And and then moving kind of uh, down this process, if you will, um, the brands uh, kind of follow through. What are the, some of the things that uh, brands have to do in order to get certified by climate neutral? Yeah, um, good question. So it's, it's that three-step process to measure, offset, and reduce a carbon footprint okay. so that you can reach zero net carbon emissions. Um, so the first thing a brand does with us is they measure their complete organizational carbon footprint. Then they offset 100% of that footprint. We measure footprints from the previous year. So when you're offsetting your emissions, those are emissions that are already in the atmosphere. So there's nothing you can do to reduce that number. However, going forward, it's critically important that brands emit less carbon in the first place. So we have a reduction requirement, and we ask that our brands commit to two meaningful reduction measures um, that they then have to report on publicly, and that's the last step. Um, once a brand has done those three things, they achieve our label, um, and that whole process um, only takes about three months um, of someone's time, just part-time. Yeah. So the last step you talked about um, was interesting. So. Um, I think if I understand correctly that you're also asking brands to think about how to reduce carbon emission almost on a continuous basis, not 
just asking them to follow through on uh, finding the highest quality verified carbon credits to offset their emissions. Is that a correct understanding? Yes. So in addition to, to offsetting 100% of the footprint, we also require our brands to commit to reduction measures. The difference between offsetting and reducing is that an offset is outside your supply chain and a reduction measure is uh, from within your supply chain. It's an operational adjustment to emit less carbon. Got it. Okay. So if I, if I'm a brand, um, when you say outside the supply chain, so I, I need to be able to, for example, next year to be able to uh, essentially reduce the carbon emission from my business operations or manufacturing or like the totality of my operations uh, while continuing to, um, to do the offsetting. I'm just trying to get a clearer picture of the reduction because I, I think that's great. Uh, for brands to to think about that, we're we're being asked to think about that. Yes, absolutely. It's both. Yeah. So you offset. You're never going to be able to reduce your footprint to zero in today's just like the way that systems work today. I I wish we could produce product zero carbon, but it's impossible. There's no way to ship things across oceans at this point. You can't get on an airplane without emitting carbon. So there are just lots of things that we haven't solved for yet. So you're always going to accrue a carbon footprint, no matter how much you work to reduce it. So you have to be doing both. Um, So after the year has closed, you kind of look back and you say, we did everything we could to reduce. And that's critically important and what you should start from. However, you have a carbon footprint that remains. And you must offset that is, is what we believe. We think it's um, the minimum for, for climate responsibility. Um, it's paying for your carbon emissions and it's an investment that you make in climate solutions that are available today. In terms of the uh, looking at the emissions or having brands to really get assessment of uh, their entire uh, carbon footprint, are, are you asking brands to look at all scopes of emission? And, uh, you know, for audience, say there are three scopes of emission, scope one, two, and three. Um, is that the case here that you're asking brands to look at all three uh, levels? Yes, that's right. Yeah, we look at scopes one, two, and three um, or put like in kind of consumer terms, we call that cradle to customer. Okay. So scope one is cradle, uh, direct emissions, and then scope three are indirect emissions. Yeah, so your scope one are your most direct emissions. So it's fuels that you combust directly. Then once you get into scope two, it's electricity that you purchase and scope three is your supply chain. So all of your material emissions, manufacturing, uh, shipping, business travel, employee commuting, um, really that's where we find the bulk of emissions. And so it's really important that companies look at and take responsibility for scope three. Um, And it's something we try to remind consumers to 
really interrogate the climate neutral pledges that they see because not everyone looks at scope three, but we find that it's over 95% of most of our brand's footprints. Very interesting. So uh, another question on the kind of getting the brands started. And so um, there are always early adopters and uh, forward thinking brands and they really want to do this. And there are also brands or companies with multiple brands and who do you usually work with or who initiates in those organizations, initiates outreach to climate neutral or talk to you about, well, how do we do this better? Or well, how do we do this differently using the methodology and framework and process that you say uh, your organization set out? Yeah, so um, our contacts at the organization really varies. We can work with anybody from um, a sustainability coordinator to the manager of operations to someone on the executive team. Um, It really depends on the makeup of the organization and how they're thinking about sustainability. Some organizations consider sustainability as a marketing function. Um, So we'll work with their VP of marketing, for example. Others have it really ingrained within the operations um, and have it aligned with their supply chain team or their purchasing and procurement teams. Um, Other folks think of it more as like a financial, um, you know, uh, issue to work on. So it, there isn't like one, um, you know, solid contact that we're always working with. It really does depend on the organization. But what we're seeing that's really exciting is that a lot of um, larger companies are allowing and asking their um, employees to kind of come together and form green teams within the organization, mm-hmm. which is just kind of like a very mishmash of uh, folks across the across the company that are just passionate about sustainability and want to help their company move forward um, in the direction of lessening their climate impact. So that's a trend that Bella and I have been seeing over probably the past six months or so of more of these green teams, which again are just, it could be someone in accounting and somebody in um, HR that are just really passionate about uh, sustainability and are teaming up in addition to their regular workload and helping to move the company forward in sustainability. Um, and that's something we're excited about because we do think that employees are going to begin leaning on their uh, companies and their employers more often, asking them what they're doing on climate, especially during the interviewing process as um, you know, more uh, Gen Z um, working professionals enter the workforce, et cetera. So that's a, a trend that we're definitely starting to see is just like more of this volunteer advocacy groups within the organizations. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, last question for you, uh, which is, you know, for brands or partners who are interested to follow what you do or learn more about what you do, uh, where can they find you and reach out to you guys? Yeah, so for anyone that's interested in getting their brand certified, learning more about how it works, or looking to kind of help um, advocate to get more folks on board, you can visit climateneutral.org. From there, we have a ton of different resources. And if you scroll to the bottom of the website, all of our social media accounts are there. So we encourage you to follow us and keep up to date. But um, yeah, check out climateneutral.org to learn more and get involved. Thank you so much, uh, Isabella and Caitlin, for talking to us about climate neutral. I learned a lot just on on uh, on this episode myself, 
And uh, for our audience, if you want to learn more about our podcasts and other information uh, provided by the understory, you can check our website and also join our Slack community. Isabella and Caitlin, it was an honor to have you on our podcast. Thank you so much for your work. And we look forward to seeing the amazing impacts from Climate Neutral. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah.